Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. Hospitals nationwide are the fullest they've been throughout the pandemic. The flu, COVID, and RSV are to blame. That leaves hospitals with fewer ER beds to treat people. Indiana and local officials in St. Joseph and Berrien counties are urging people to get vaccinated. While Michiana may not be seeing the same hospital overflow as other states, they warn these infections will, of course, have opportunity to spread in the coming weeks. Nationwide, more than 80% of hospital beds are in use. St. Joseph Regional Medical Center's Dr. Arthur Schroeder says our county is handling it well. We stand in good shape. We're not overwhelmed by any stretch of the imagination, but we are um, we are indeed seeing increased numbers compared to what we have in previous, um, previous years, certainly for uh, influenza at this time. Dr. Schroeder says while influenza cases aren't bad, they are increasing. As far as RSV cases, Dr. Schroeder says we don't have a large pediatric unit in this area, so we don't see a lot of those cases. He adds that RSV cases nationwide are beginning to drop. Overall, he says our hospitals haven't been hit as hard as the southern part of Indiana. Meanwhile, the state of Michigan as a whole has seen better than average numbers for respiratory illnesses compared to the rest of the country. Barron County says RSV cases are on a downward trend there as well. The fortunate news in what we're hearing from providers over there is that they haven't seen a high number of hospitalizations this flu season, uh, even with RSV, COVID-19, and influenza being passed around. But both St. Joseph and Berrien County officials agree it's important to be vaccinated and stay home if you're sick so we don't end up in similar situations we're seeing throughout the country. The last thing we want to be doing is saying, how do we get our hospital stabilized? How do we allow people to be admitted to the hospital because we're, we're up dry balls in influenza? Berrien County health officials say all respiratory viral diseases can kind of turn at the drop of a hat. Indiana health officials are encouraging Hoosiers to get vaccinated against COVID and influenza A as soon as possible before traveling to family gatherings during the holidays. WSBT 22's Anne Larie reporting. We're now entering peak flu season. Local health experts say you can keep you and your children safe this holiday season by following a few basic steps. With so many viruses going around, a few prescriptions and over-the-counter medicines are getting hard to find. It really depends on what you're looking for and how sick your child is feeling. But I spoke with two medical providers who shared how to handle shortages and when you should make an appointment. Children are passing around coronavirus, flu, strep, RSV, and ear infections right now. While a humidifier can help a stuffy nose and lots of fluids can help bring down a fever, nurse practitioner Laura Gettler says some kids might need more help. I feel like they need to be seen, especially super high fever. Um, If the kid is lethargic, definitely bring them in. Shortness of breath, that sort of thing should immediately be seen. Some of these illnesses call for amoxicillin, Tamiflu, albuterol, or children's Tylenol, but those have been in slightly short supply as demand has increased. Parents are rushing to 
the pharmacy trying to get these over-the-counter medicines that they used to see an ample supply being depleted. Dr. Daniel Breyer says many of the adult-sized pills are the appropriate dosage for a larger child. Always look to see if your child might swallow a pill. If your child's unable to swallow a pill and no liquid forms are available, most of these medicines can be crushed and put in something to make it more palatable, like uh, a pudding or yogurt. The recommendation is to stay home if you don't feel well and wear a mask out of caution. If it's influenza, I generally tell people 24 hours fever-free without any you know, Tylenol, ibuprofen, um, then they can return if they're feeling better. Um, same thing for any other viral illness, just if there's, if there's a fever involved, stay home. Gettler says it's not too late to get any vaccines, and Dr. Breyer has found that smaller independent pharmacies have been able to source medicines that might be limited at other places. WSBT 22's Erica Finke reporting. There are already at least three people declared to run for governor of Indiana in the 2024 Republican primary, with others expected to follow. U.S. Senator Mike Braun, finishing his first term in the Senate that year, formally launched his campaign Monday along with Lieutenant Governor and former State Representative Suzanne Crouch. Fort Wayne businessman Eric Doden is also running. The three and any others who follow will face off in the GOP primary in May of 2024. The winner will move on to the fall general election. Governor Eric Holcomb is term limited. He must leave office in January of 2025. Researchers are not sure why the number of kids diagnosed with ADHD is going up. According to the CDC, the percentage of children with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder has been going up since the late 90s. There's no single test for attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. The steps can vary by child and by doctor. A child might have trouble paying attention in some areas but are hyper-focused in others. They might be overly active or have difficulty controlling impulsive behaviors. Experts say early intervention can mean better outcomes for children. This is Reagan Bradley, future YouTuber and current Christmas elf enthusiast. Ellie sparkles is letting her wearing her scarf because nine year old Reagan and her mom live in Granger. So, Reagan, we got Reagan, we adopted Reagan in um, 2013. And um, the day she was born, the hospital called us and said, If you want her, get a lawyer. And we did. And here she is. She gave us the gift. Yeah. of Reagan. When Reagan was in third grade, her mom noticed she was struggling in school. When I would ask her to do things, she had a hard time focusing and doing them. I would have to ask her at least 20 times to do them. And... 10. You know, well, <laughs> okay, 10. And she, uh, and then she would finally get it and do it. And it was hard for her to kind of, when she did it, to to follow through with it. After talking to Reagan's teachers and then her doctor, Stacy Bradley says her daughter was diagnosed with ADHD. We get together with the teachers and um, we all figure out a plan of what will work best for Reagan. Okay. And we came up with a great plan and she's doing great. Yeah. What a difference since she's been on the medication and and all of us working together as a team to help her. Reagan isn't alone. According to the CDC, the number of children with parent-reported ADHD diagnosis has been trending upward since 1997. It's among the most common learning difficulties of childhood. Yeah, we deal with ADHD in kids all the time, ADD in kids all the time. Experts say the first step for any parent concerned about their child's learning is to talk with their doctor. Dr. Abby Batchus says most often it's the child's teacher who refers families to their health care provider. The biggest things that we look for are, are we struggling in school? Do we not like school? 
Are we having trouble getting our homework done in a timely manner? And are we staring off in class? Are we not paying attention? WSBT 22's Kristen Bean reports there is evidence that points to a higher risk of depression, anxiety, and self-harm behaviors for people whose ADHD is left untreated. A crime trend circulating on social media is again on the rise in Michiana. In July, police departments nationwide warned of people breaking into Kia and Hyundai vehicles. South Bend officers say the trend's on the rise again with multiple cars stolen this past Monday night. WSBT spoke with one woman who says her Kia Optima was broken into twice over the last week. They told me they're not only shocked but are so upset they're ready to part ways with their car. Kia and Hyundai drivers have been on edge since the social media trend Kia boys started gaining popularity. The videos show people breaking into these vehicles and driving off without a key. Just in our midnight shift last night, there were those those three cases of a theft or an attempted theft. While the online videos show people going for joy rides, it's anything but for the victims. One South Bend mom who owns a 2012 Kia Optima has become a target just by parking next to her house. She says she does not want to be identified out of concerns for her family's safety. These criminals are coming up with ways to figure out almost every vehicle. When she woke up Tuesday morning, her car was gone, but she did catch someone on her ring camera. Look at this. You can see a man peering into her car like he's profiling it. Then in the next clip, it captured just 15 seconds later that Kia is gone. I thought if me parking it closer to my house in the light up area, because I got a lot of lights on the house, it would be more suitable. I would notice that if it gets took or anything like that, but my car didn't make a peep. And this isn't even the first time. On December 6th, she says the Kia was stolen and later found near Riley High School. After she got it back, she says she took precautions like taking out the charger that could potentially help criminals start the vehicle. And now this time. The police just found it. I just got news about that. Um, they found it in Bent Harbor. So it was going from states to states. I asked her what will she do differently now after having this happen twice in one week. I'm going to trade it in and get rid of it. <laughs> it I just don't want it to happen again. If it happened two times, it's going to happen a third time, so I might as well just get rid of it. South Bend Police recommend locking your car's doors, parking in well-lit areas, hiding personal belongings, and to use a steering wheel locking device. We also reached out to Kia and Hyundai. Both say they've made steering wheel locks available through local law enforcement for free and are working on solutions for certain vehicles. Hyundai also says a glass brake sensor security kit is available for purchase and install. WSBT 22's Ashley Dagger reporting. 2022 has broken the record for the most overdose deaths in a year in Kosciuszko County. It's causing the need for additional funding for the coroner's office to continue doing autopsies for the rest of the year. The Kosciuszko County Coroner says the county has more than doubled the number of autopsies it's done this year. The county council approved $50,000 more in funding for what's left of the year. It's a situation the coroner says is scary for the county. We got a, a large increase in overdose cases, and all those cases have to have an autopsy and determine definite cause and manner and toxicity and, and things to go along with it. Kosciuszko County Coroner Tony Sorello says the county has had to do more than 80 autopsies in 2022. In a typical year, it's never more than 40. It's cost the county $105,000. Sorello says drug overdoses have been a major contributor. Fentanyl has been present in just about every overdose case we've had this year. Of those killed, most are between the ages of 18 and 30 with no other known health issues. Sorello says this rate of overdoses is putting a lot of people in danger. 
you know, we're seeing a lot of young people die from this, and we know they got it in that house. How do we know we're not going to get exposed to it while we're in there? I mean, it's to the point where we keep an Narcan kit in our corner vehicle. First responders say it's a cause for concern for them as well. Our folks are typically wearing, this time of year, long sleeve shirts, uh, bunker pants, and then, of course, gloves that are um, medical grade so that the fentanyl can't permeate the gloves. EMS Chief Chris Fancel says two years ago, his department administered Narcan 21 times. It's been given 39 times this year, not including what law enforcement officers have used. Sorello says as a coroner, this trend is not only concerning, but sad to see. We are seeing all around the country a uh, fentanyl epidemic. If you know somebody that that's, has a drug addiction problem and they're into fentanyl, try to get them help. Try to save their life. The budget is already set for 2023, and the coroner's office plans to not only account for the spending of previous years and hopes the number of overdoses begins to slow. WSBT 22's Ann Lurie reporting. Students at Edwardsburg Public Schools were not in school Tuesday and had an e-learning day Wednesday, all because of a critical shortage of school bus drivers. And Edwardsburg is far from the only school with similar problems. A perfect storm of a shorthanded bus crew and illness coming together to cancel school today in Edwardsburg. It's not something that happens very often. Edwardsburg officials say they usually have enough staff when everyone is healthy. But a sickness going around left the school system no options for today. We had other people call off, and so at this point, we, we can't meet it. So when you say, you know, how, how many bus drivers call off before you you um, you can't do it, it just depends on routes. It depends on uh, uh, who, what other people are available to drive. So it's not really a number so much as it is the circumstances. With time not on their side, Noel and the rest of the staff scrambled to try and find an alternative option that would result in some kind of learning for today. All efforts were exhausted, and only one option remained. We considered doing a remote day uh, today, but we had some questions that we had to have answered before we could make that decision. And we have those questions answered now from the state of Michigan where we can do remote days and have them count towards uh, a full school day. Uh, so we, we will be doing that in the future if we have time to schedule them. This afternoon, Edwardsburg school officials said Wednesday will be a remote learning day. One parent I spoke with says while this situation obviously wasn't ideal, it didn't displace or inconvenience him as much as he thought it might. I mean, I live close enough to the school. I can take the kids to school if needed, but it's still kind of a pain at times. While Noel and his staff were able to get by with a remote learning day tomorrow, he says the busing situation right now is dire. Super bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And it's, unfortunately, it's that, that way every district I've talked to. It's, it's, we're all hanging on and making it work as much as we can, but it's, a, it's real difficult. Noel says that if anyone is interested in becoming a bus driver here in Edwardsburg, to apply online. WSBT 22's Leo Goldman reporting. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff, or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 